gonna go ahead and get it started, bro. That's what we gonna do. Hey! Episode 140. Show is. Show is. Porch. I can't rap no more. VMA, you sir? We competing with the VMA? No, we ain't competing. We just on at the same time. Okay, I like how you said that. Yeah. I like how you said that. We us. Yes. Sister, we got to keep going regardless of what's happening. No question. Absolutely no question. Right. New week, new episode. Let's get it. Welcome to the Porch Podcast. Welcome to the Porch Podcast. It's your boy, DJE, Mr. Influential. And I'm rocking with my brother, man, hand, hand. P original, baby. All right, let's put his right Welcome shit back. up there. And this is this is this is the porch podcast, man. This is the porch <laughs> podcast. This episode 140, we like to call this one The Power of Love. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, bro. Luther. Luther Vandross, you know how it go. Yeah, I sure do. Yeah, so sure we're going to flip it and bounce a little bit here. We gonna, I'm going to ask you this, bro. I'm going to ask you. You know? I like it. I like it. How was your week? How was your week? We always talking about mine. And I was busy. Right. Let's tell me about right. yours. That's all. Right. So my week was cool. You know what I mean? Um, right. This last Tuesday, got excited about football. Right. Had, had a great football weekend, you know. Uh, got some kickback, relaxed time, which uh, that sometimes can be, uh, you know, very hard to to acquire. Uh-huh. Hey, but sis. I got a chance to be able to relax. Hey, what's going on, sis? Welcome. Welcome to the show. And everything was smooth, man. Other than that, no complaints, brother. Here we are one week later, blessed and highly favored and ready to go. Right. I'm good to go, brother. So that's how I've been, man. How about yourself, bro? How about I've yourself? been all right, you know. That's good. I, I've been all right. And, you know, I mean, I've been chilling and making sure everything is right, you know. Uh, quick question before we actually get all the way into it. I was asked a question yesterday. Okay. Do you think that 9-11 should be a holiday? Um, I think it should be recognized for the tragedy of it, but not, I wouldn't consider it a, a holiday, probably because I'm thinking from the perspective of uh, holidays seem like something to be celebrated, and I don't see that being something to celebrate. Well, I would, I would, I, when they asked me that question, I said yes, but it's more so of how we do, like how when we do Memorial Day. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, more recognition than anything else. Yeah, than, than, yeah. Memorial Day, remembering the soldiers that we lost. So this will be remembering Everybody, any first responder that was a part of, you know, whether they were at the Pentagon, whether they was at the World Trade Center, remembering Absolutely. them and honoring them and their family, but not, like you said, not celebrating the tragedy. So I think that will fall in line with the, with the same thing of that, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, no. Nah. A lot, lot of stuff like that takes place, man, you know, and, and what we do is um, we recognize it. And all of it is recognition regardless, you know what I mean? Whether you celebrate a particular holiday, like Christmas, Thanksgiving, you recognize and family and the opportunity to come together and, and all those things. They all have something to do with recognition. But right. that's, that's, a, that's, a, that's a legitimate question. And I guess it depends, man. 
me personally, I, me and you view it the same, I think similarly from the perspective that nah, we're not celebrating it, but we are acknowledging that it happened and uh, acknowledging, you know, those who were responders and those who actually perished, right. unfortunately, in that situation. Absolutely. Uh, other than that, but well, how was your weekend, man? Uh, busy. Busy, celebrating, happy, you know. Okay. Um, okay. Oldest, oldest turned 18. Let's go ahead and clap it up for that. All right, all right. Happy birthday, Nisha. Yeah. And, absolutely, uh, absolutely. Youngest had her first cheerleading game. She came, she had to cheer. Go ahead and clap. Come on, come on now. Come on. Come on now. Come yeah. on. So that's that's that was that was my highlights. Right there. Yeah. yeah. Ain't that something, man? How we get older and the highlights become more about recognizing what the family's doing. Mm-hmm. And and I mean it's cool to recognize the things that we had, you know accomplished for ourselves, but recognizing what the family is doing is the highlight of our our day, our day, in our life. Yeah, and that's something that's something special. Let me know about the start of the day, brother. Let's set okay. the tone and let the people know what's going on, man. So the thought of the day. First of all, before we get into the thought of the day, we got to remember to show y'all once again the name of this episode is Power of Love. Okay. Right here on the Porch Podcast. And let's just clap it up one more time for episode 140. How about that? You know what I mean? How about that? Right. How about that? Look at it. Look at it. Look at it. Look at them mugs right there. Look at them mugs right there if you can't see it. Absolutely. You know what I mean? But quote of the day comes from this is the quote of the day here. It says, Children have never been very good listening to their elders. But they never fail to imitate them. They must. They have no other models. And that is from the great James Baldwin. Let's clap it up for him. Absolutely. And I'm going to say it one more time so people can see it and let that sink in. It says, children have never been very good listening to their elders. But they never fail to imitate them. They must. They have no other models. Again, by the great mm-hmm. James Baldwin. Well, now, when you hear that right there, bro, mm-hmm. what, what is the first thing... I'm not saying I can't say the first thought, but like, what is the first? I guess you I have to say thought or form of energy you feel when you see a quote like that. I, for, as a parent, right? Because right, it was easy. I, you know, you come into the world as a child, but as a parent, I feel like I need to make sure that I'm mindful. Not that I wasn't before. But that quote alone makes me make sure I'm mindful of not only what I'm doing, but how I'm doing it. Right. You know what I'm saying? So that's that's kind of like what it does for me is because, you know, like you said, dealing with a form of imitation, you imitate what you see well in advancement before you understand what it truly all means, especially mm-hmm. as a child. Right. So, you know, if you cuss, let's using that for an example, you know, um, your children are cuss. Um, right. The only difference in that situation is, is you may be in a perspective where you may cut it off at a certain point in your children. Like, you know, it's, it's what I know. It's what I see this person doing. And that's what I'm going to do. So it just makes me a little bit more cognizant of the things that I show, whether it's my children, anybody else's children. It could be somebody looking up to us, man. And we don't even know them personally, bro. They don't have a role in our life. But I just think from the perspective that when you hear something like that, it just makes you a little bit more aware what you're doing and how you're doing it. Right. That's how I And, you know, when I seen that as a parent, like you said, it does that. But when you, as a spectator, when you sit back and you watch, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Peace, cuz. Love you too, cuz. 
Peace, you know family. I mean? Always love. You know that. So, so at the end of the day, I look at the situation and I say, everybody, you've always heard me say, people tend to often become a product of their environment. Absolutely. But as a young age, we tend to latch on to, to, to someone fast, whether it be your sibling, yeah. your father, your mother, yeah. but somebody. Yep. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And, w- and what it is, is regardless of person, see, this is the thing as people don't understand. We often say that we know that hate is taught, right? No question. No but question. Love, but love is natural because okay. love is a ball of energy, right? Mm-hmm. But when a person starts to learn love in a different light and in a different way, they often don't understand it because it's not the same for everybody. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But besides the fact that, like James Baldwin said, that people imitate their elders, I think people imitate their lo- the ones they love the most. That's who I think people imitate. Of course they do. In their own way. So that's why you can see that that a person is themselves, but their characteristics and their character is built from their environment that they're often around. No question. So it's almost smart to have you, you want to have not just your children, but as husbands, your wives, you know what I mean? In a a loving environment. And wives, the same thing. You want to have your husband in a loving environment. And that's how you get love. Being, Being somebody who understands love and holding love doesn't mean make you soft or make you not understand. Like you was, I can't remember the movie was. I think it was Get Rich or Die Trying. Show no love, love will get you killed. Right. right. But that wasn't love. See, people used to mix up a lot of times in the street. Somebody that they did business with that might have charted on the game. I mean, they might have had a genuine. They might have had some love for them. They wanted to see the person succeed and everything of that nature. But mm-hmm. at the same time, that really wasn't love. Most of the mm-hmm. time, your love comes love comes from somebody that that's real love that don't want nothing from you. They just want to no see question. you win. Oh yeah, you oh yeah, it's not mean? even close. Yeah, yeah, no question, right. man. So, yeah, Johan Wolfgang made a statement, man. He said, "Love does not dominate; it cultivates." It is. So, so Baby, wait, hold on. Say that one more time. Love does not dominate; it cultivates. Right. <sighs> right. That's it's deep. not dominated, cultivate. So, That's so deep. you know, when you're cultivating something, when you're creating something, when you're, you know, raising something, you know what I mean? Thinking about cultivate, you know, when you cultivate something, when you think about a child, you know, or or or, or someone that looks up to you that gravitates towards you for different things, love, you know, affection, you know, mm-hmm. information, wisdom, encouragement, and support, and all those different things. Right. When you start to realize that you're there's certain people that you can go to for certain things you understand that there's different forms of love. Right. You know, you've heard statements, you know, love is an action word. This is why you always hear certain things like tough love or mm-hmm. real love or, you know, hard love. You know, these are always words that's going to come into the situation that, that gives it some extra energy. But love is what it is. Right. Right. And it comes in a lot of different forms like we talked about. You know, I had a conversation uh, with a friend of mine, you know what I mean, family, like family. And she was telling me she had a conversation with, with her nephew. And when she was having a conversation with him, it was in regards to him um, not doing something or handling something correctly. Understanding that she had an opportunity to either 
make matters better or make matters worse. The love that she had for him was able to go ahead and push to the side what the normal thing would have been. Like, oh man, you ain't check that. You ain't jump on that. You ain't, you know what I mean? Whatever you ain't, you ain't punish him. You ain't do this. And took the time to be able to explain why the actions, although had good intent, was you know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. And that situation right there is a direct situation of showing love. You know, that's a nephew. It's not right. a son. It's not a, you know what I mean? It's a nephew. That's what I mean about the situation, like you're saying, bro, when you think about what the quote, I mean, the thought of the day was in terms of children and them paying attention to us and us setting mm-hmm. the standard. Or Absolutely. When you do enough good, no matter how bad a person may be, they're going to absorb some of it. Yeah. That's deep. That's where you're going with it. That's deep. And really, and really, besides that too, it's like this is why we we when people pay attention to us. You you have people might come up to you, oh, you sound just like your dad. Yep. You know what I mean? Or on that aspect, you just like your mom. You know what I mean? Dream you know what I mean? You got people saying stuff like that. Everybody, you know. Mm-hmm. That's that's just how it is. And my kids, I see their mother all the time. Mm-hmm. All of the course. time. Of course. Of course, man. I mean, and, that, and that's just, that's the reality, right? So it's it's funny, right? We we talk about the power of love. And I, and I have to bring this into the equation because I just want to throw a little bit of clarity into it from my right. perspective on how I feel. How, right, cuz. How I feel. Right, cuz. Just looking at cuz comment. Go ahead. Tell me, go ahead and say what you're saying. From the perspective of terms of endearment, Right or, or 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 certain things that said for the purpose of being viewed as a term of endearment. If you love somebody, call them by their name. You understand where I'm going with that. If you love someone, call them by their name. There are things that we say, whether it's in our community or in other communities that we look at and we have claimed these names as terms of endearment. And I say that because I got love for you. If you got love for me, call me by my name, right? Mm -hmm. I'm saying that because when you see certain things developing, the reason why love is challenging sometimes is because when you're not calling a person by their name and who they are to you, mom, dad, Son, daughter, brother, sister. You understand what I'm saying? When you're not calling them by their name, it makes it tough to love them. It makes it tough for them to love. Like, 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 I look at I know it seems like it's kind of left field, but let me let me bring it full circle. If you got a situation where you understand that in this environment there's a slang terminology or there's a word that's being used that is a that will tear down the character of a person, right? Make you look bad. You know, it's a negative condensation that's attached to the situation. And if we teach that it's acceptable in certain environments and it's love, how is it that when you go in other environments, you also teach that if someone was to call you a certain name, that is hate. We confuse 
ourselves so much because of the fact that we make it more difficult than it needs to be. When if we just simply called each other by our names, I think the love would be different. Right. Right. Somebody said something to me and I thought it was awesome. Quick statement. And I'll make that to you and you let me know how you feel about the situation. They said, it's not what they call you. It's what you answer to. Right. It's not what they call you. It's what you answer to. Mm -hmm. So when you think about love and you think about helping people and you think about, you know what I mean? Like I said, once again, love should not be, it's not about dominating. It's about cultivating. Call them by their names. Mm -hmm. Establish the identity of who that person is to you. If it's your son, son, let me talk to you. Why do you think our older or our, our seasoned family members look at you and say, son, whether they, it could be a woman, a man, oh, son, you all right today? They're not sunning you when they say that. They look oh, nah, at you. Oh, no, I ain't. No, I ain't. Yeah. You feel me? I'm going with it. They're not sunning you when they say that, bro. They saying that from the perspective of they want you to understand that. Yeah, I might be your elder, but I, I'm concerned about you. I do have love for you. Right. Call them by their name. How do right. you feel about the concept of that situation or what I just said, though, bro, from the perspective of it's not about what they call you. It's about what you answer to. Oh, yeah. I've been like that my whole life. You're talking about somebody, bro, who's been dealing with the, gen the, the general public. A lot of things all the time I've been around a lot of situations That may seem racist That may be flat out blatantly racist um, I'm called A lot of different Things In a good way Some people just label me as DJ It's a title of mine Just like mm -hmm. if you're a son That's still a title It's a form of a thing But somebody might say DJ An elder may say son um, You know People call me Eric. People call me E. You know, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. some. You know, it's just, it's just like how it goes. You know, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and I don't demand a certain form. I feel like they're all. I feel like I know when you're disrespecting me. Right. So you I'm know when there ain't no love there. You ain't right. no love. Yeah. Because because again, you know, I'm, you know, I'm always a vibe guy. So it's all energy with me. Right. So I feel it before we even got to say it. I know right. when people's energy is off. I know when of people's course. energy be off. I'll be like, okay. And I know when they expect me to be off. That's when I stay on. Mm -hmm. Never lines. You know what I mean? Never, never was lines. even speculating. Never was never question. I'm just saying. You know what I'm saying? You know what Peace. I mean? You know what I'm saying? Peace, big brother. I don't know if you saw it or not. You know, tonight's start of the day. I mean, today's start of the day was about your, your man James Baldwin, man. <laughs> you know, the, the 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 master, the master. James Baldwin said, "Free." James Baldwin said, "Children have never been very good listeners to their elders, but they never fail to imitate them. They must. They have no other models." We're gonna go ahead and clap it up again. Once again, for the late great James Baldwin. That's right. That's right. That's right. Yeah, so so like you saying, I see it right there. Like you saying it, for you know, what I mean, you said it's both respect. Oh, okay, it's both. Respect is greater than love. Yeah. Yet love is grounded in respect. And as the God supreme man said, love is supreme understanding. Mm -hmm. Or another note, I'm not the N word, 
And I don't allow that, nor do I answer to that. Absolutely. 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 And, that, and, and, and the reason why we brought it up tonight, in my opinion, in, in, in connection to the concept of power of love is because the more that you illuminate the things that make it confusing right. and you rectify those situations and give it clarity, right. the more people will understand where it goes south and where it goes wrong. Like, like just to finish elaborating what you were saying about it's not what they call you, it's what you answer to. Absolutely. You know, I'm I'm naturally wired. Well, I was really getting with it, though, bro. What I've ex established in life and I've mm. really learned about myself is I know exactly, I know who exactly I am. Mm -hmm. Like, nobody in the world can tell me different from who I am. I know, Absolutely. I already know that about myself. Absolutely. So when somebody calls me something that I'm not, my mind doesn't even hear it. It just goes right through the other side. Even if you're trying to disrespect me, I hear it, but I don't let it control me to the point because I know who I am. So yes, if somebody right. wanted to call me a nigga, right? I'm going to just go ahead and say that. I know no, I'm, this, a, this I know I'm a king. I, I know I'm a king. I don't have to worry about it because I don't respond. I don't respond to it. I just be like, what's good, bro? How are you? You know, you know, everything is cool. You know? Mm -hmm. Because even sometimes accepting, see, like you just said, is what you is what you answer to. Right. Answer to it is accepting it and it's giving a person control. And even if you're trying to trying to prove a point to them, it's still gonna take more than your word. You're just a you're just a part of it. You're a jewel mm -hmm. that's helping that person realize who they are. But mm -hmm. I just know because of the fact I learned exactly who I am and I know exactly who I are. Who I am, who I am. Period. This is why this quote is there. Children have never been very good to listening to their elders. So if somebody doesn't respect me, and I, I'm trying to explain something to them. They ain't been never good at it. But if I constantly show them, but they never fail to imitate them, who I am as a model, they could be great and be a king just like me. Let's go ahead and clap it up for myself. Clap it up for myself for that. One. <laughs> I want to do that. Yeah, because I, I know who I am. You. <laughs> no, that's absolutely fantastic. Yeah. Like you said, though, but see, the thing about it, like you said at the end of that, that particular quote by James Baldwin, he said they have no other models. You know, sometimes in life when you when you only are privy to one particular thing, yeah, what you find yourself is trying to determine whether or not the only example you have is really an example at all. Right. Or is it just a thing that's in front of you? It's like, you know, like anything else. Without variety, you won't know what's good, what's bad until it's next to something. Sometimes in life, you can look at the only thing that you have and say, no, this can't be the right way to do this. Mm. So I think that if that's the case, just responding once again to the situation when you asked me, how did I feel about that and what was my thoughts was, that's why I went immediately to the thing with the kids. Like you said, we, we identify with who we are. Like, you know who you are. You know what right. I'm saying? It's those who we're responsible for that also have to see us, but they have to see the world around us. And see, that's the part that becomes more difficult, right? It's not the part that they see with us, right? Mm -hmm. You got people that look up, you know what I mean? You can just say certain things to certain people and people will say, oh, nah, that's a stand-up person. Or, that, ain't who they are. that ain't who they are. Right. But if your kids look up, right, and let's just say, for instance, say dad carries himself a particular type of way, right? You talking about our, our actual father or just somebody? No, 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 just in general, a, a father. Oh, okay. A father. 
Yeah. And he carries himself in a particular type of way. When he gets around certain people, there's certain things that he mm -hmm. does differently, right? Right. Whatever it is, whether it's a person calling him a different name or whatever, right. whatever, he right. just switches up. It's not the same person all the time. You kind of look and go, oh, that's a little bit different. He kind of talks to me different or acts differently when he's in the company of other people. Mm -hmm. You start to question certain things. Oh, is this how I'm supposed to be? Am I supposed to be this way in one point, this way at another point? Right? Right. And you start to learn things about people. You start saying things like, okay, well, what did I learn today? Well, I know that I need to be like this when this person comes around. Because apparently my role model or my model or my example changes right. when certain things in this environment changes. Right. You know that you're a king, Ebika, and wherever you go because of the fact that your environment does not play a role in it. Mm -mm. But you're also not a kid. Mm -mm. So, so a kid looks and goes... Daddy is a king here. Mm hmm But pardon my French, but he's a nigga over here. Mm-hmm. That's the part I'm talking about when I'm saying about the situation, call me by my name or right. call them call them by the name. When you establish who that person is, it's different. What do they call what do they call the person? Like in this greatest thing, I'm one of the greatest things I ever heard. What do they call the last person who graduates from medical school? A doctor, right? So it don't matter if you're the first doctor name they call or the last right. one. You're a doctor, but they, you know, the they you fall in. Doctor, yeah, they fall in what we call the bottom third, though. Clap but, it up for the bottom third, then laugh. But guess but what? They're still a doctor, right? They still so, completed. And, and, and from still, that day on, you call him doctor, doctor last. It doesn't even matter. He's still do doctor. From that point on, they're doctor. Yeah. <laughs> Dr. Last, yeah. that's fun. Doesn't even matter. Like, for, for, for whatever, like, you know what I mean? So that's the point that I'm making. When they become right. that, they earn those titles. They earn those positions, right? And guess, and guess what? Just to, just to inter interact with what you're saying, mm -hmm. not only do we know that they're a doctor, but they know. So now they know who they are. Exactly. But they, but but see, but to see, here's the thing with that, right? They always knew, right? They always had the vision, but now they earned for you to call them that. Now the title, exactly, they earned the yeah, title, right? That forces you to have to respect and call them that. Yeah. So what I'm saying in most cases in that situation, the love for what they wanted to do drove them to the point that now they're in a position where they have to be recognized differently. Right. It sets the example. It shows people that this person. Knows who they are, loves the fact of what they do to become who they are, and that person is a whole different kind of a you know role model, a whole kind of model. It ain't got to be a role model, but a whole different type of model. Well, they're a model, yeah, because they have no other models. Correct, but they're elders. But you know, well, I'm gonna say yeah. this to you: mm -hmm. the good thing about knowing exactly who you are, the only way you can know someone else, you got to know who you are first. Right. And if you're somebody that's trying to have a special event, it could be a celebration of, of becoming a doctor. It could be the fact that you just had a child that you got to be a model for. Mm -hmm. Hopefully before that, it could be the fact that you have found the love of your life and you want to tie that knot with them. Mm -hmm. If you don't know how to plan that, I know somebody that do. Pay attention. Listen, whether it's your first or your 50th birthday, that 25 years of service, if not more, retirement party, or the day that you and the love of your life share vows to become one. 
Let Front and Center Events take care of all of your event planning needs. Sit back, put your feet up, and enjoy the show. Where they truly keep you at the front and center of it all. That's www.fnc.events.com. Head on over there today and get that party booked. Back to the show. FNC Events. Absolutely. And I got it at the bottom of the screen right there. www.fncevents.com. Let's go ahead and clap it up. Let them know. Absolutely, absolutely. (laughs) I don't know, Free. He said, he said, why I'm talking like a game show host. (laughs) (laughs) That's him, man. That's him. Hey, bro. Hey, hey, Free. You know what I mean? That's, that's that's who he is, man. He can't he can't hide it no more. Hey, peace, this what's going on, Miss Brown. Welcome back. Welcome back. Yeah. Um, no, so no, once again, though, no. once again, power love. Right. Power love. The love love can make you do some things too, though, bro. Right. Love can make you do things that you don't know that you would do. Okay, so they got the little wild little 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 goose chase on it right now, trying yeah, to get I, you to go. Yeah, yeah, get yeah, rid of them I, if I you can, P. Get them yeah, up out of there. Yeah, love. You know what I mean? But like you said, love will make you do some crazy things. You know what? You know what? Holly Berry told uh, Eddie Murphy on Boomerang, right? Mm-hmm. Love should have brought your ass home last night. <laughs> remember that? Remember that right there? That's what this love should have brought I do that. you I do, home. I do remember that. Home last night. You should have been with me. Listen, man, me and Tony Braxton got the same birthday, man. That's my spirit animal on the female side, I'm telling you. Yeah. Yeah. Y'all, 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 he is doing so much better than y'all know. If you really look at past episodes, he would have had at least two or three other outbursts by now. But he's doing so much better. Speaking of love, man, happy anniversary, man. Happy anniversary, Dops Monty, man, celebrating the third year. Right. Time flies. Time flies. You know, as I said earlier, may God bless you with many, many more. Yeah, man. Hey, um, P, I got them things, them, them comments right up on out of there, brother. They gone. Did you? you I, I hit, yeah, yeah. Nah, I said hide. I hit, I hit hide a couple of them, and, uh, and I don't see them anymore. Nah, I just you know deleted them. I deleted them. Not even hide them. Good delete job. them. Good job. Good job. Yeah. You know, I ain't even going to waste my time saying that whoever takes the time to create things like that. Yeah. You know, why don't you find a different hobby, man? You know what I mean? Why don't you find a different... No, okay. So, in a sense of power with love, too. Just just while we're on that. Love also makes you do silly things. Yeah. Makes you do silly things. Yeah. You know, I'm not saying that, you know, it's not a great thing, but sometimes we don't always make our best judgments. Right. Love is something that you always have to remember. As good as it feels, mm-hmm. it's work. Yes. Love is not easy. No. Nope. There's always going to be something that challenges you. Mm-hmm. Because of that, you need to make sure that you ain't around here just telling everybody you love them when you really don't. Yeah. Unless You're they okay can understand, understand, they can understand the levels of love. You know, right. like cause, like cause stated. Like I was about to say, like Hanif was saying earlier. Oh, yeah, like cause stated. Yeah. It's levels to love. The same way you love your children, you don't have that same love for your homies, like cause yeah. said. Yeah. 
You know what I'm saying? Not against that, but it's supposed to be different like that. Right. You know what I mean? And, and, and because of that, I want to make sure once again that you pay attention to how you just throw that thing around. How, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> I want you to do that too. I mean, you can't love Res on res responsibly, though. Responsibly. Weird. P, P was preaching. And the next thing you know, he became, what was the little short lady, man? What was the little I, Dr. Roof, man. No, you was you name. was Dr. Roof's husband right there, man. What you was doing, it, man? Remember Dr. It, Roof? You you went to the listen, you kept throwing that word love around and you yeah. went to that love you was looking for. That's what it is, right there. <laughs> Clap it up for, for Pete, man. For real. <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, so, oh man, yeah, 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 yeah. Look at look, like look at I, some I poor down there singing. Love. I see, I see, I see music soul child coming through. So many people. Absolutely. Use your name in vain. And it does make you cray cray. So, so here's the thing though. It feels good. Right. It feels good. You know what I mean? Shout out to some to everybody who found love, whatever kind of love they was looking for. Yeah. What's your favorite color? You know, who are you talking to? You. What's your favorite color? <laughs> What's your favorite color? Black. Black, right. I thought yeah. so. I thought yeah. so. Yeah. Because yeah. you just you just explained. You said love, it feels good. Yeah. Makes yeah. you cray cray. Right? Don't throw that don't be throwing that thing around. And don't be throwing that thing around. If I ain't ever heard of powderhead in my life. There it is right there. Then I asked right, you what right your there. favorite color was because yeah. once you you see black, that's what you do. You just fade. You just fade. So, so. Let me bring it back, man. I'm back, man. I'm back now. Let me no, no, no. All right, look. We started off talking about the concept. We wanted to make sure. Yeah, let me fade off. We, we addressed it. We addressed it. The, the um, quote by James Baldwin. Right. And we definitely, you know, shared our perspective on the examples we want to show, you know, the kids and and to those who need support. Right. Because the same way you can love on a child and, and show them, you know, support and all those things. We can't do that with everybody else. Like, 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 great point, because like with your homies, like you got to battle with a person not wanting to be vulnerable. Love requires you to show a level of vulnerability. It does. Like, you have to let your guard down to certain things. I don't know anybody that can be totally in love with someone or something and not release a part of their security in terms of how they feel about a situation. Right. It's almost like they go hand in hand. Mm -hmm. And so when you're trying to talk to your homeboy because you got love for him and you want to see him win or your homegirl and you want to see her win, you got to battle with some of the things that sometimes, you know, they experienced in their life. Maybe they didn't have somebody who actually supported them, you know, encouraged them, motivated them. And trust is a big thing, once again, to go along with love. So those barriers to me are different and it's different. That's why I believe that it's different ways that you love, like you said, for your children, you love for your homies, you know, you have love for your significant other. I think that's why it's different because the level of trust 
and the vulnerability that has to be released in order to be able to receive it is different across the board. What right. you think? No, it, it absolutely is. You know what I mean? Absolutely. You know, it's just knowing the difference of the level of love. And I can't even say a level. I can say more of the type of love. You know what I mean? Still helps everything. And it's funny because different types of love have a lower volume. You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. you still care about... Like, you ever notice sometimes you'll you'll lose somebody that you may not have been or used to be around them seem like every day. Then you wasn't around them every day, but the loss hurts the same even if you wasn't around them every day no more. Absolutely. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because all yeah. the memories... And you usually yeah. remember all the stuff you loved about the person. Right. You know? Right. That's why yeah. I'm proud of you, man. I'm proud of you. Y'all see that? Proud you ready to do it. Go ahead. I'm proud of you, man. Because it's, it's been a good while. You left it alone, man. You <laughs> left it alone. It's been a good while. I'm proud of you, man. I'm, pr I'm proud of you. <laughs> Clap it up for P. Clap it up for P. <laughs> I never yeah. said what he left alone. You know? <laughs> nah, nah, nah. I'm good with proud. I'm good with you being proud of me. I know, I know, brother. I'm good I with know. you being proud of me. You know, know what I'm saying? Absolutely. And nah, I mean I that. Mean. I really do mean that, man. You I know. and I and I really do mean the fact that I I appreciate it. You know, proud and, of me. And Miss Brown, you said you had you said love had you driving up the wrong way on the one way street, huh? Ooh. Mm, that's tough. I'm sure that wasn't love. <laughs> Might have been a little bit of water involved, but it wasn't love. All right, so, so let's talk about these occupations, though, right? Let's talk about this part, right? In right, old cliche goes: if you do what you love, you'll never work a day in your life. Well, do you agree? Yes, because you gotta. You do if you do what you love and love what you do. Right, that's the greatest payment. You know why? Right. Because you're spending the majority of your time. Doing what you really want to do. See, people think when people go to go to work, they go to work for a check, right? Mm -hmm. Because yeah, the absolutely. world painted the fact that we got bills and everything we pay. So the moment we get that carrot dangled in our face of, let me give you this, and you'll be set forever. But we'll deal with certain things, myself included, that make you miserable and not even really want to be there. But you're thinking about, you, you ever notice a person complain about their job all the time but never miss overtime? Absolutely right, but what we say, time is the is the only form of currency. I'm calling it currency because you can't yeah, do nothing else without it. Right. It's the true riches, right? So, mm -hmm. if you get to actually get paid to take care of yourself and everything you need, right? Right. Actually, do what you love and love what you do. Yes, I agree with that. You never work because of the fact. The simple fact, you're spending your time, the only thing you can't get back, doing what you truly want to do. You know, it's funny, man. Most of the words that have a lot of impact right. are four-letter words, right? Time, mm -hmm. work, right. love, right. blow. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't. I didn't agree. So <laughs> it's a good one, though. <laughs> 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 I 
I just really, ah, you passed the test. Yeah. <laughs> nah, not, but not you two, know what? Not, but you, not no. two years ago, you did not your camera down. <laughs> Let me tell you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Let me tell you this, though. Let me tell you this, though. Uh, <laughs> rain. The word rain, too, B. Yeah. No, I right, listen, yeah. man. Listen. I'm listening. If you any song you could think of, think about with the word rain in it, mm-hmm. is amazing. Think about it. Yeah. Think about it. Give me, give me, give me like three right quick. With what the word rain is in the title. SWV rain down on me. Yep. It's called rain by itself. So you right. Okay. I just yeah. All right. Yeah. Go with that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying. Uh. uh I saw you and, and him, him. Walking, walking in the rain. In rain. Okay. Okay. And one, uh, one more, and I'm gonna give you my three. And I wish it would rain. Yeah. Okay. How I wish that it would rain. Oh, uh, that's a good one. See, that's three right there. Now here's mine. Here's mine. Summer rain. Okay. Carl Thomas, right? Right. Right, the right. next, the next I one. I know that's right. I know that's right, sis. Candy coated raindrops. Okay, go ahead. I'm yeah, yeah. Candy rain. Like yeah. another one is dead is cause just said it. My one of my my favorite song. You know that's my favorite song. Can you stand the rain? Okay, my, free. Okay, free. You pulled that one. Wrap it out your hat on that one. But my sleeper song is really Ashanti. Rain. Rain on me. It's the breakdown, man. Time yeah. to time to yeah. I'm yeah. telling you, that's the yeah. sleeper joint. Do good, do good, do. Yeah, yeah. Any any song with the word rain in it is amazing, man. And it's even better if you're listening to it while it's raining. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it just kind of adds a little bit to the effect of it. Even I- even Travis put it, make it rain, rain, make it, make it rain. <laughs> I make it rain, I make it rain. Fat Joe, a little way. Yeah. Well, we got Kirk Franklin. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which, which Kirk Franklin? Which Brian, which, which, which Kirk Franklin song is a Paul I got to come back down there to. What was that? We was in Capitol Heights. You still in Capitol Heights? That's all. Come, I did do a little show. I did a little comedy. It was my second time doing comedy out there. Support was at the show. She was singing. Second time. You've been doing comedy the last 140 weeks, man. Well, <laughs> she stopped counting. Like, right. You know what I'm saying? Yep. I mean, you've been, you've, been, you've been dropping your dimes and, you know, and your jewels and your wisdom. Yeah. But you know, you know, hey man, you gotta love for the people to laugh, man. You gotta love for the yeah. people to laugh, and that's a good thing, man. So yeah. that's my main thing with the whole situation about love, man. It's a powerful four letter game. Word, like game is another four letter word that we game. absolutely, absolutely, what? absolutely. And people can game you, you know, whatever, you know. what I mean, but once again, you know, you have to recognize what love is, and like I said, man, you remember, you know, what I mean, love does not dominate; it cultivates. Right, you know, just in essence, just to tie a, 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 a ribbon on the situation that we were talking about a few minutes ago with the work thing, though, right? 
Now the concept is if you work, if you do what you love, you never work a day in your life. I agree with it. I don't even think you look at it as work, even though you understand that it does uh, provide, you know, means. I look at it as duty, not work. I look at it as an opportunity to do what you enjoy doing for those who you enjoy doing it for. Right. And it's different between doing something out of necessity, you know what I mean, and something out of love. Mm-hmm. You lose track of things when you're doing it out of love. You count the minutes when you're doing it out of necessity. Yeah. You know, you get there, you look at the clock and say, come on. They be like, listen, they be like, listen, can you go, you know what I mean, do such such. Listen, man, listen, I only got 33 minutes left of work, man. Why would y'all give me this? Y'all know this takes Every- 50, because it, ta- it just takes 15 minutes extra okay. right now. Everybody it takes doing a job. Minutes. <laughs> That's doing a job out of necessity. They're yeah. mathematicians. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what they want to do, but I know 37 minutes from now, somebody else gonna be doing. Because I'll be off in 36 right. minutes. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. You know they're not. You know. But, but but once again, when you're doing the thing that you love, you lose track of time. Right. You lose track of time, bro. Right. It'd be two, three hours. How long you been doing this? We're like, man. Right. You, you look up, you look up and realize that you've been doing it so long, but the sun get ready to go down. Right. So I believe if you never did anything that you love in your life, you should at least do one thing that you love. At least one thing that you love. Whether it's, for, you know, whether it's, you know, to make a living, whether it's a situation that just keeps you in a position where you're actually just content, like happy with life, <laughs> do at least one thing. JK was good, bro. JK, I knew I knew my brother was coming. I knew I knew I was gonna say it is clap it up for him. Absolutely. Okay, let me see right there. Miss Brown, there's a difference of love and being in love, but people don't think so. Yeah. Um I think being in love is the infatuation stage. I think the I think the word has enough power that when people use it, mm-hmm. They don't always use it from all right. So you know, how some people live up to certain things. Like love is earned, right? Right. So if you if you just told somebody I love you, right, that word has enough power in it to automatically put another person in a certain mindset. So, oh, this person won't do me wrong because they love me. This person want to see me win because they love me. This person want the best for me because they love me. They haven't showed you any of those things, but they told you they loved you, and because love is such a powerful word, it does it. So I agree with you. There is a difference between being in love and having love for someone too, right? Because right. everybody you got love for, you're not in love with them. Nope. Right? You might you might have love for that thing that you made. That's a great job, man. You know what I mean? I love to see you winning, man. Or sis, keep up the good work. I love to see what you're building over there. It's a great thing. But there is a difference. And I think that's the reason why is because we understood. When you think about love, what's the first color that comes to your mind? Buh. Red. Just love. Red, right? Because when you first heard about love, you heard about Valentine's Day. What's the first shape that you see? Heart, of course. Okay, so we were groomed to believe that every time we hear the word love, the power of love is already attached to it, right? The power of the powder of love. I'm not doing that. <laughs> I'm not doing that. <laughs> I, have nothing to, I don't know about that. You know what I'm saying? But what I'm saying... <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> But the concept of love, like I said, like the name of the actual episode today, Power of Love, the word love carries so much weight within itself that if you told somebody you love them, it's, it sets them at ease. Or it puts them on high alert for how they anticipate you're going to treat them. Right. And your love may not be like that love or 
They'll, you know, they love. That's why every relationship is different. Or he told me he loved me. And my man before that told me he loved me. Or my woman before me or my lady before that told me that they loved me. But they love different. Right. Yeah, that's why a lot of times people think women believe women be like, we love harder than y'all. We love women love harder than men. That's not necessarily true. We love differently. Right. And I agree with that too, Free. Once again, many are in love with with the idea of being in love. Many have no clue what love is. Correct. And I think that if you saw it, right, right, it doesn't look like even though it may look different because of the person that it's coming from or the person that it's attached to, you know what it feels like to be loved. You know, that's that's one feeling. Like, you know what that feels like. Right. So, okay. And that's a great question. Sis E, maybe you can answer this one. What is love? What is love? Four-letter word that begin with L. So, LL Cool J was hard as hell. <laughs> he I, loved I, I, the battle I, I, anybody. Sorry. sorry just says love is whatever you really want to believe love is but like free said most don't know what love is because here's the thing if you love some you're not going to hurt it right right now before everybody go crazy i know of one is in a relationship with an intimate relationship with another and one cheats on the other they possibly, they definitely know that if that person finds out, they're hurting them, right? Mm-hmm. But at the same time, this is something that the individual who did the cheating was just dealing with within themselves. Mm-hmm. And this is the person who happened to get caught in the crossfire. So when I say love, if you love some, you're not going to hurt it. I'm saying you're not going to blatantly hurt it. You understand what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. if you really mm-hmm. love some, you're not going to walk up and just, bruh, I don't give a damn how mad your kids, your wife may get you. You ain't going to never just walk up and pop somebody right in their face. Nah. You can't because you love them. You yeah. you you generally, you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. So a lot of people will scream, I love this or I, I loved you. And do you do something to negatively destroy me? You You possibly don't realize that you don't love me. Because... Yeah. In love, you got pain, you got hurt. But like Free said earlier up there in them comments, earlier up there in them comments, respect is more important than love, and love is grounded in respect. See what I'm saying? Absolutely. So with with that being said, if I respect you enough, I'm not going to blatantly try to hurt you. Or I'm not saying I'm... I won't hurt you because we've all this. We've all heard a person, a person say, "You hurt my feelings." You'd be like, "I really apologize. That wasn't my intentions." You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Some people may say, "E, so you saying if a person cheat, this and that ain't nah? That's not what I'm saying. I'm not saying that you won't never get. Put it to you like this: a person. This is how I can sum it up. If you love something, you won't blatantly try to hurt it. But at the same time, because they love you and you love them. You will definitely hurt them at some point because you have to you have to care about something to be hurt by it. Absolutely. No, I agree. All right, clap it up for yourself for that, EC. You can do that. You can do good when you want to. Mm -hmm. So 
I'm going to give you the definition, Webster's definition of the word love, and then we're going to get into some questions right. circled around uh, love today. Is that cool? That's cool. Okay, cool. First and foremost, definition of love, an intense feeling of deep affection. Right? An intense feeling of deep affection. It's so, it's so funny how that word, once again, it is, it is promoted, right? Promoted. It is consistently uh, described from the perspective of, like I said before, when you hear the word love, you think red, you think hearts, you think all of these different things. And it's hard to see love in all of the forms that it actually existed because it's more, more majorly promoted from, I believe, an intimacy perspective or either a parental perspective. And there are more examples or more concepts of love than that i think right. we can all agree on that right all right so i just wanted to kind of say that that's what it was saying you know what i mean free what you say free love is expressed through emotional expressions consistent consistent words ways and actions yet love is grounded in understanding understanding is clarity i am clear through the knowledge facts of who i am i move with the wisdom behavior that respects and honors the one i love Love starts with liking, and in the person we love, we started with liking one thing. We we see ourselves in them deep. All right, so once again, I believe that there are so many different aspects of it, and I believe it looks differently depending on who it's between. But more, most importantly, you got to have a foundation of what it means to you because you can't reflect or, you know, I'm going to say it this way. You can't project what love is unless you know what it is to be loved. Right. Clap it up for that. So, not quite sure if you would call it this or that. He, um, nah, love it, love it, I wanna, I love it, need it, or like it. Something. So, you can call it whatever you'd like, but it's going to be questions about love. That's okay. Cool. All right. We're going to say. Q&A about love. Welcome to another episode of just questions. We really don't know. If you love it, like it, need it, lust it, who knows. What we're going to do is we're going to get to it. That's, that's, that's word, how lust. it's going to happen. That's how it's going to happen. Wow, another four-letter word, lust. Um, so like I said, we're going to switch it up a little bit this week, y'all. Please feel free to leave y'all answers in the comments, man, below. Uh, do you believe that love takes work, eh? Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Okay. All right. See, when you love something, you you love something, you truly going, you truly going to put in the work to keep it. You want it to be there. Like I just said, you blatantly are not going to like, I, no parent ever wants their, doesn't ever want their kid not to want them or love them. That's right. That's right. But a parent is going to hurt a kid's feelings. But if they're not blatantly trying to hurt their feelings, it's a whole different thing, man. But go on, go on with it, go on with it. Okay, cool. So you said yes. It, is, it does take work, and then you went into detail about, you know, it's worth it. Right. All right, cool. How would you describe love in three words? Three words. Describe three words. love. <sighs> man, woman, and child. Wow. Okay. Like that one. 
Okay. Uh, wow. That was that was pretty. I'm proud of you, man. Yeah, you doing yeah. good, man. Yeah, you know yeah. He said, man, woman, and child. Okay. I'm just gonna piggyback off your first response. It takes work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. It takes work. All right. Um, hmm. Quite sure this will open it up a little bit. Do you believe in second chances? Yep. Okay. Yep. You know okay. why? One has to sometimes understand, don't understand how much they care about something until they realize that they hurt it. And if they love it enough, they want that second chance to prove that I'm not going to do that. Okay. <laughs> Free said, Peace, Eve, man. Put my lessons back on the dresser. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, get him together, bro. Get him together. Uh-huh. Yeah, I, I'm proud of him, Free. He reels it in every now and then. <laughs> All right. Okay. How important is romantic love to you? Very. Mm-hmm. Very, okay. very important. Mm-hmm. I think we have to remember that romance is 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 a very big thing in the relationships. And that um that right there to me is a mandate. Right. It's a mandatory thing. It has to be there. No mm-hmm. romance, and, and it's going to be a little awkward. Um, do you feel like your parents did a good job modeling love to you? One million trillion percent. Clap Absolutely. it up for that, man. Absolutely. Clap it up Absolutely. for that. No question. No question. No question. Listen, and what? Hold on. Bring it back. Go ahead. What was I that dynamic? Which dynamic is that, brother? You said describe love in three words. Man, Absolutely. woman, and child. Let's do that Absolutely. again. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Trying to teach y'all a little bit today. I'm trying to teach y'all a little bit today. That's all. We, we, like, we, we like when you, when you, you know, it clear thoughts, man. Yeah. <laughs> we just please. We just want you to stay right here. Don't leave. You know? <laughs> I'm going to leave, though. You know I got to run outside yeah. right quick. I got to. Right. I got to. I got okay. to. Right. So, kind of what I spoke about a little bit earlier about the vulnerability right allowing yourself to be a little bit vulnerable right does love feel safe to you yes absolutely no question right right okay yeah i believe that that's that's really what people want to get to they want to get the safe love i think they know what love looks like but they want to get to a place where it's safe and love right you know what i mean so i believe that that's a biggie right there um what do you think? All right, it's just, just a little bit of a spin on the situation. What What do you think makes people fall out of love? Um, disrespect. Yep. Give me three. Give me three. Disrespect. Gotcha. Um, um, negative emotions. Okay. You know what I mean? Um. Mm-hmm. And now, when you say disrespect, you mean like in that is lying and all of that stuff falling under disrespect, or is it just oh, like it, it, yeah, it just does? Way that you, it okay, does, right. but what okay. I mean by disrespect is um, calling them, calling them something they ain't, you know, okay. call them out their name, you know okay. what I mean? Okay. I mean, even if the I man's not, yeah. even if the man's not responding to it, he still mm-hmm. don't want to be called it, you know. And then, and the same thing with the woman, even if she's not responding to it, she still don't want to be called it. You know, um, the next thing I had said at the um, 
respect. I said, um, negative, what I said, negative emotions, yep. you know, and what I mean by that is just, you know, as a man for a woman or it doesn't matter what it is. If you're, if every time your partner has a dream, you talking about like, yeah, like, like, like if I, like, for example, if I say I want to be a DJ, I want to be a tour DJ. Somebody say, Hey, be a real, be realistic, man. You ain't, you just going to be DJing in the, in the basement. You ain't gonna never make it like that. That make you feel like, damn, this this person speaking negative to me, makes me feel like I don't want they don't want the best out of me. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. So so mm-hmm. that that's what I mean by negative emotions because really, and deep down inside, what that person that's given the negative emotions is they don't want you to elevate because of the fear of losing you. Right. That's really wow. what it be. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Be from right. the fear of losing you, so that's right. Yeah, that's your elevation that. can be a little bit intimidating. Right, exactly. Okay, you know okay. what I mean. And then Absolutely. that's because, and that be, and that comes from the fact that, well, my last thing, them not believing in themselves, because the only reason why they feel like that about you is because they don't believe that they can do that. Correct. You see what I'm saying? So those are my yep. three things that have me, you know, messed up. In that, okay, you know, okay. You know? Falling out of love. That's a good one. I mean, I mean, those are three, three strong things. I just think, you know what I mean? Um, mine's would be, mine would be obviously, uh, you know, a person not being truthful. Transparency. If there's something that I'm doing wrong, acknowledge it. The same way if it's something I'm doing right, acknowledge it that way too. I don't need a bunch of pats on the back, but let me know we in this thing together. What I'm doing ain't in vain. You know, right. I want to believe that we both working for a greater cause and a and a greater outcome. So I would say definitely telling the truth, transparency in terms of how you feel. And then the last one has always been, you know, like I said, you know, I, I'm a person that is that is built on um, physical touch. You know right. what I mean? So if you aren't drawn towards me like I'm drawn towards you. Right. Even from that perspective, that could be a thing that could be a little bit. Tough. Yeah, that's that. That's that's that would have been my number four. I'm not gonna so, lie to you because yeah, you know, knowing your love language is a lot of things. Mine's all people. I tell people it depends on where your mental is at, at the time when you're taking that test. But mine always goes in between the same two. You know what I mean? Um, words of affirmation. What is it? Words of affirmation and uh, physical touch. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I don't know if y'all ever did that or not, man. It was actually a little pretty good little thing, man. The five love languages. Yeah. Do like a little answer some questions and then, you know, at the end of it, the score pretty much reflect, you know, what your um I think it's two of them. You want it's either two yeah, or three. Number you two, you gotta you gotta know how many total? It's like five of them. The five yeah, but I'm saying I'm saying you, like, you end up with two. They'll you give end you up the with top two. two. Right. You have a right. you have a first, you have a primary and a secondary love language. Yep. And that's what I'm saying. Every time I take the test, my primary and secondary may flip. That's it. But I'm just saying yeah. words of affirmation and physical touch. Right. But like at, like even when I'm talking about physical touch, it ain't always about the bounce. Point out it, it, the bounce. It's cool. it's cool. Let it be about that. It's all right. Yeah. No, it could be it about, about it. Could be, it could be I know, about You know what I realized about us too? Not just it, me and you. But you know what? We live in a time now where we, we try not to say to spend energy or conversation on it because we don't want people to think. Now, I'm not saying about you, but yeah. you know, our minds are like, oh, it's always right. limited. That's a man, all he's thinking about. But yeah. no, that's a big deal. That's that a is, big deal. I, you that's can't know deal. that a man is built up with a great, uh, you know, a high percentage 
of yeah. that being the value to them and then act like we're not going to bring it up in most conversations when it comes to it. Right. It's just a reality. Point out the bounce. So, all right. So, all right, let's do this. What are some personal boundaries that you feel are important to uphold in a relationship? Some personal boundaries. Love, you know, we know what love is like. Oh, you know what I mean? I'm putting 100% of me into the equation. You put 100% of you. What are some boundaries? Like, what's a personal boundary that you have? It's just like, I just need you. Not to try to change me. Okay. Wow. Great. Not to try to change me. because, Great. And I'm not going to try to change you. Might start asking the questions at the beginning of the show. Keep him level, y'all. Right. I think I figured not, out and I'm the not, formula. And I'm not. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, My bad. Go ahead. And I'm go not going to try to change you because if a person can't be who they truly want to be, they got to be a they got to be somebody fake for the rest of their life. Right. Who want right. to live like that? Right. I'd rather be alone than have to be something that I ain't. But again. Can't nobody change me because I know who I am. Don't mix that up with meaning, not meaning that I won't learn something from you because I learn from everybody. But any adjustments or anything that be different would come for me personally, something that I wanted to do, not what somebody else wanted me to do, you know? Mm -hmm. Now, that mm -hmm. does not mean that I do not take that person's feelings into consideration. Because, again, if I love you, I'm not going to blatantly try to hurt you. So if I know it's something that I'm doing that's really hurt, hurting you, but I know it's genuinely hurting you because I feel energy, mm -hmm. then, yeah, I might adjust it. You know, I don't mean I'll completely stop it, but I'll set some boundaries where, okay, I'm cool with this. Okay, like, for example, people like to go out and hang out and drink. Could you not come home just drunk and out of your mind, talking all crazy and smelling it? And you can say, you know what, baby? Yeah, I could. I'm still drink, but I ain't got to be drunk. You get what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, uh, yeah, I, I get what that, you're saying. Stuff like that. But right. that takes something that you have to do within you. That's mm -hmm. all I'm saying. And you got to want to do it. So I'm going to respond to 17. Well, 17. I don't even know what number question that is. I just threw that number out. <laughs> what? It... I'm going to respond to that question and then I'm going to ask the last one. And we'll entertain that one and you can take us out of the questions. But just to answer it once again, the question was, what are some personal boundaries that you feel are important to uphold in a relationship? And so I think we kind of covered some of them dealing with, you know, like you said, emotional, like negative emotions and a person not being able to find a way to not channel those things on to us. Right. Or to the other person. So one of the boundaries that I think that I believe needs to be in place for me is understanding that my energy, I shouldn't be at war with you. Right. I shouldn't be at war with you. So the boundaries of war should be checked at our front door. There should be no war right. in our We're home. We're on the same team. We're on the same team. We may Always. not be in agreement with one another in this situation, but my main boundary is, is I am not going to war with you. Right. We may not agree, you know, you're, you know, we may have to find a way to like admirably do what we need to do to get beyond the moment. But one of my boundaries is, is I do not want to war with you because right. I prepare for war differently. Right. The things that you do in war, I'm not going to do to you. I have no desire to do to you. So that's line. my thing. 
That's what you do before you go. Nah, out I don't toot no lines, none of that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> there you could because you know who you are. Nah, cross the line. Yeah. <laughs> now hold hold up. This is still some this is still a line, just us joking right here. Did you see what I sent when Peyton Manning asked B Smooth what was his was something he yeah. needed before the game? Yeah. See yeah, the body yeah. shot, shot in the half. You know what I mean? Or what? You said Tennessee. That was super funny, man. You gotta you hear Peyton Manning. Also in yeah. Seattle where they got they got the bar right there in the locker room with Pete Carroll and them. They got you hear him say that, Pete? Mm. You hear Peyton Manning say so Nah, it was in mm. my backpack. Oh, okay, the backpack. Okay, cool, cool. That shit was funny, man. That yeah. was funny. That was that was off the hook. Yeah. And so last lastly, man, you know, because of what I just said, how do you handle a disagree how do you handle disagreements or conflicts in a relationship? And are there ways we can improve our communication during? Yes. This so, is why I say what I say about, this is why I say what my feelings about, I'm not going to war with you. Right. So that was very, that was very, the way you said it, not going to war with you, right? It actually is the best way, quick way. And I think the most summarized, you know, way to summarize things to, to just show you, I'm not going to do that with you. It's, this is not my energy towards you ever because mm -hmm. we're on the same team. As far as I know, we're on the same team forever. That's pretty much what I see with you, and I'm the same way. But sometimes in the heat of the moment, we cannot understand that we, we're, we're naturally warring mm -hmm. because our energies are starting to match and align. So mm -hmm. when you said that, the whole time I was in, I might be having a disagreement with my wife, right? And I'm going, mm -hmm. and I see one of the earlier days and the first time we was having disagreements, I would look at it and say, man, she shouldn't have said this. She shouldn't have said that. But the first thing I said after a while, I started to think. Not the first time I started to think, and I said, well, what did I say first to make her say this? Or what did I say first? Or, what, or when she said this, how did I respond? And that's when it cut on. You got to mm -hmm. kind of remember once you calm down and say, well, I'm gonna adjust that. So even if that, if I don't do all that, and they go off, they see that I'm not trying to be confrontational and have that same energy match that energy. And when you do that, the energy start to align a little better. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And Absolutely. That's what, for, that's what it is for me. So I, yeah, I commu I try to communicate different. I'm not saying I'm a pro and I'm an expert, but I've naturally started to pay attention of not trying to be. A person that argues back and forth. Yeah. Period. Right. Yeah, I think I think the first half of the question, how do you handle disagreements or conflicts in a relationship? I think you learn those things very early on. Right. Um, if you personally. care, if you love that person, you care. I mean, I mean, you learn. Learning is just an action that takes place just right, through experience. Right. So, Even if you lose the person, you still learn. Yeah, you, you still learned it. So that's yeah. what I said. So like, I yeah, think you you, right. you kind of figure that part out early in a relationship right it's the second part right are there ways you can improve our communications during now here's the here's the greatest part of that the last word is the best part it says communication during right right yeah, that's right? what i just that's why i said what i said i started i told you how i learned i heard that i heard you say during yeah, when I said so I said to, I told you that I learned that me adjusting my energies and stuff is something that needed to be done 
Because I'm not saying she was always the hyper one, because I could be the hyper one. But the moment I'm starting to notice that she's get, she might get upset or got hyper, I got to catch myself because I can't control her. And I'm not trying to control her, but I have to catch myself to prove, to show that I'm not at war with you. Let me chill because that's all I can control. Right. So that's why I was, that's why During. I was answering it. Yeah. Right. That's why, that's why, so that's why I said it's like, so me just answering that question. Yeah, the first half of the question. No, no, it's all good. It's all, mm -hmm. That's what we're supposed to be doing. It, the first half of the question you're going to learn through experience anyway, right? It's just right. going to happen. Like you're naturally going to go to it. The second part of it is the most important part of it, because if you master the second part, you minimize the first parts, right? Mm -hmm. So, and are there ways we can improve our communication during, if you can identify both of you that you really want to be in a, in, in a, you know, an even playing field, you don't want to argue, you want peace, like we were talking about with the situation of war, if you identify that mutually, then you'll both start to realize individually where things really, really go wrong. Right. And if you identify where those things go wrong at, I think what ultimately winds up happening is you have less of those moments because you start to put measures in place in advancement before it gets there. This is why, if you ever notice, you can go into a conversation, you can be talking to yourself on a ride home and you can have the entire conversation on how it's going to go when you get there based on the history of something that even remotely was like something like it or relative to it. You say, I'm going to say this. She going to say that. Or if I say this, she going to feel like I'm attacking that. Yep. And if you do that, what you do is, is you honestly start to work on being able to be in front of those things, but it has to be a mutual thing. So right. just to answer that question, that question, I think that you can answer. I mean, you can successfully make improvements on that situation by mutually coming to agreement that we don't want a war. We actually want things to be at peace and work mm -hmm. on it together. That's the last one I had for that, bro. You can take us out. Yeah. Yep. Uh-huh. That's what's up. Okay. Uh. Absolutely. So, P, this yes, has been episode 140, and we call this one The Power of Love. Let's clap it up for that. You know? Absolutely. You know what I mean? Absolutely. If y'all want to hear this, shout out to everybody, clap it up. So, if y'all want to hear this show, or if any, believe me, this is the audio you're riding in your car, keeping your eye on the road, you can catch us at any of your favorite podcasts and streaming sites like Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, Spotify, Stitcher, Radio Public, Red Circle, iHeartRadio, and Audible. Those just to name a few. Let's go ahead and clap it up for that. Pete, tell them where they can see us. You can catch us each and every Tuesday unless something comes about and we'll let you guys know. We give advance notice. But other than that, you'll see us every Tuesday live. And immediately after the live, you can see us, uh, the actual live again on E's page, on his Facebook page. And then on Thursdays, the show will premiere at 7 o'clock right there on our YouTube channel. And that's The Porch Podcast, you know, on YouTube. And um, that's where you can actually see us each and every week. Right. You know, make sure if you haven't done so already, please, when it comes to the YouTube channel and our Facebook pages and all the other 
sites that we're on, our social media handles and things of that nature. If you're not already following us, please like and subscribe to the channels, man, so you can catch the shows and all the other little videos and other things that we do because we do other stuff, <laughs> you know, throughout the week and stuff. This has been a great episode, episode number 140, Power of Love. And, yes, um, sir. We love the power that y'all put in tonight with the conversation and look forward to seeing y'all all next week. Appreciate right, you, man. family. Y'all have a good one. All, all right, right. y'all. Peace. Peace.